Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace with Pastor Philip Ransom Bello. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. This is our year of walking in the consciousness of our authority and our dominion. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 1. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 1. It says, single barren, thou that didst not bear, break forth into singing, and cry aloud, thou that didst not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Enlarge the place of thy tent, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitation. Spare not, lengthen thy cords. Spare not, it means don't, don't be too cautious in regards to what God wants to do. God has in store for you so much. Don't let your limited mind stop what God wants to do. God has so much for me. Can we say that together? God has so much for me. Don't let your fears don't let the things that you have passed through limit what God wants to do through you. And it says, for thou shalt break forth on the right and on the left. Oh, hallelujah. The Bible here says that you will break forth. You know, to break forth means that there probably was a restriction. There probably was an inhibition of your expansion. But he says that you will break forth. To the right and to the left. And thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles. Hallelujah. Can you say amen somebody? Amen. Say this with me. My seed shall inherit the Gentiles. And make the desolate cities of. And make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not. For thou shalt not be ashamed. I want you to say to yourself. I will not be afraid this year. Can you say it five times to yourself so that you hear? I will not be afraid. I, I believe. Oh yes. I believe somebody is speaking to his heart right now. Amen. The Bible says God has not given you the spirit of fear, but he has given to you the spirit of love, power, and of a sound mind. Don't package fear. Don't package fear as plans. Are you getting what I'm saying? You package fear, you call it plans. Meanwhile, it's fear. There's nothing wrong to plan, but make sure that you're planning from peace, not from fear. You're planning from assurance, not from fear. So say it again, I will not be afraid this year. I will break forth to the right, and I'll break forth to the left. Say, for thou shalt not be ashamed. Fear not, for thou shalt not be ashamed. Neither be thou confounded, for thou shalt not be put to shame. For thou shalt forget the shame of thy youth. Hallelujah. 
and thou shalt not remember the reproach of thy widowhood anymore. For thy maker is thine husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth shall be called, shall he be called. For the Lord had called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, and a wife of youth, when thou was refused, said, said thy God. For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, said the Lord. Hallelujah. He's, he's slow to anger. He's, he's slow to anger. He's quick to mercy and he's quick to love. He loves me all the time. Verse 9 says, For this is as the waters of Noah unto me, for as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke thee. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall, thy, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed. Somebody say amen. amen. Say the Lord that had mercy on thee. O thou afflicted. Is anyone who is afflicted here listening to the sound of my voice today afflicted of any kind? Hear this. This is a scripture for you. Tossed with tempest and not comforted. Behold, I will lay the stones with fair colors. Oh, glory to God. The, stone, the stones are the things you used to build. This year, whatever you used to build will be colorful. And lay thy foundations with sapphires, and I will make thy windows of agates, and thy gates of carbuncles, and all the borders of pleasant stones, and all the children shall all your children shall be taught by the Lord. Can we pray for our children in TSP right now? All our children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of our children. Let's make that a declaration. All our children shall be taught by the Lord. And great shall be the peace of our children. If you're watching right now, wherever you are, and you have children, I want you to know that all your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 14. In righteousness thou shalt be established. Can you say with me, I am established in righteousness? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, when the Bible says behold, it says look at what I'm doing. Stop seeing the experience. Stop. The Bible says that you walk by faith and not by what? Sight. A lot of us like to behold sight rather than beholding faith. So it says behold. Say behold with me. They shall surely gather together, but not by me. It doesn't matter who is against you. It doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter who. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for your sake. Behold, I have created the blacksmith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. Then verse 17. Let's read it together, everybody. Want to go? No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I shall condemn. 
This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. No weapon formed against you will prosper this year. Anything that is specific to you, anything that is directed at you, anything that is fashioned for you, the Bible says that it will not prosper. But why? Because your righteousness is of him, says the Lord. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 3 verse 10. Let's start from verse 9. How many of you are going to see good days today? Good days, I mean for the rest of 2021. Can you say with me, I will see good days. Amen. First Peter chapter 3 verse 9. Your whole, of, uh, your whole of the year shall be filled with good days. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrary wise, blessing. Let your mouth be filled with blessing this year. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? Say with me, my mouth will be filled with blessings this year. Not cursing. And I would explain what cursing means. Okay, cursing is not necessarily when you insult someone. But cursing is when you are speaking contrary to the word. Let your mouth be filled with blessings this year. Amen. Knowing that you are thereunto called that you should inherit a blessing. And then this is very important. Then look at verse 10. It says, let's read it together. For he that will love life. Somebody say, I will love life. And see good days. How many of you? How many of you know you would love life this year? This scripture is for me. Amen. I would. I would chop life. Amen. <laughs> I would love life. I won't complain about life. I won't be tired about life. No, 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 no. We would love life. For he that will love life and see good days, let him what refrain his tongue. It means that your tongue is key to loving life. Your tongue is key to seeing good days. He that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil. And his lips that they speak no guile. You know what guile means? Guile means deceit. Don't be, don't, don't. Now, you are, you are in deceit when you say you are sick. That's hypocrisy. Because you are not speaking the truth of God's word. The truth of God's word says you are healed. You are the healed of God. So speak what the word of God says about you. The Bible says, he who will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue, his mouth from speaking guile or from speaking deception. I would love life this year. So how am I, how am I going to see good days? How am I going to fill my days with good and, and love life? Refrain his tongue from what? Evil. So what, what do I do? What is the opposite of refraining your tongue from evil? It is speaking what is good. Amen, somebody? It is speaking what? What is good. So I must speak what is good this year. Uh, don't speak waiting for evidences. You speak and create the situations with your mouth. You direct your life with your mouth. You direct your, you direct your destiny with your mouth. I will love life this year and I will see good days. Hallelujah. Amen. Speak yourselves into your blessings. Speak yourselves into your mansion. Speak yourselves into your inheritance. Speak, speak, speak. Hallelujah. Praise God. The blessing, the, the Bible here says, um, go to verse 9. It says that we are to inherit. It says, knowing that you are therefore called 
that you should inherit a blessing. I'm called to inherit a blessing. In the beginning, when God created Adam and Eve, the Bible says that he blessed them saying, be fruitful, multiply, replenish. So you can see how God begins every creation with a blessing. He makes Adam and Eve and he blessed them. And he says, be fruitful, multiply, replenish. So it means that despite the fact that they are in the full image of God, he blesses them and commissions them to have dominion. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? So that dominion is the blessing. You're exercising the blessing is you taking dominion over the things that God has given freely to you. And then the history of mankind goes south where, can you raise the volume a bit for me? The history of mankind goes south in such a way that God is very disappointed with the world and the Bible says that he sends water. The rain falls for how many days? 40 days. Water is coming from under and water is coming from, from above. And it wipes out the entire human generation. But only Noah, his family, the animals, were preserved in the ark. And I kept on saying something last year during the pandemic that the ark is a place where you would likely complain. The ark is a place where you would likely see things that you've not been accustomed to seeing because the human beings who were there were forced to live with animals. You had to see the poops of animals. You had to see many inconveniences. But ark is ark. Because if you're outside, ark is perishing. <laughs> and no matter how good a swimmer you are, it doesn't save you at that time. Because the floor that is wiping away the... Somebody hear what I'm saying? The floor that is wiping away the world doesn't choose who is skillful and who is not skillful to wipe off. Just like the blood where God says, when I see the blood, I will pass over. And the angel of death is passing through Egypt. It doesn't matter how intelligent the firstborn is. If that firstborn is not behind the blood, that firstborn is gone. So no matter how much you are skillful, as long as you are outside the ark, that's the end of the person. And it doesn't matter how much of ignorance the person in the ark has or how lack of the ability to swim the person in the ark has. He's preserved from the flood. So when the Bible says that your life is hid in Christ and Christ in God, that doesn't mean that there are sometimes you won't see some things in the ark. Because the ark might not look like where you want to be, but you are in the ark. So, the flood passes, and the flood is over. God starts mankind all of a sudden from the beginning, and he says to Noah, who is the beginning of a fresh generation of human race, what he says to Adam. And the Bible says that the Lord blessed Noah and said, be fruitful and multiply. The same thing he said to Adam. So that tells me that every time God is about to start a race, a creation, a generation, he blesses them and, and endows them with the ability to be fruitful, multiply and replenish. And then when, when we come to the new creation, God is not still leaving this blessing matter behind. Because the blessing thing is what gives you the, 
the ability to express what you have inside to take dominion of what you have outside. So God blesses the new creation and he says that you must know. This is First Peter 3 verse 9 now. Saying that you must know you are therefore called to inherit a blessing. Now I want you to see this very critically. The Bible says that you are here to inherit a blessing. He didn't just say blessings. He says blessing. And it is the blessing that produces the blessings. Oh God help me now. The blessing is so important because it is the blessing that distinguishes you from others. I hope you know when Jacob took the blessing and ran away, that didn't mean that Esau was poor. When he saw Esau many years later, right, and he was going to apologize to Esau because of what he did, stole his older brother's blessing and ran away, Esau had cattle, Esau had wealth, Esau had riches, Esau was not poor. But what was the difference between the blessing of Jacob and Esau? Is that Jacob's own was without sweat. Ah, It was without sweat. There was no toiling. That's why the Bible says, uh, that's why the Bible says that the blessings of the Lord maketh rich and adds no sorrow with it. Okay? So it is one trajectory of life to know that you can be blessed, but you will walk for the blessing. It is true. Just as the law of gravity is true, but that doesn't mean that the law of aviation is not true. Because the law of aviation supersedes the law of gravity, which says that if you go up, you will come down. But the law of aerodynamics, the law of lift, says that if you lift up, right, you can actually supersede the law of gravity. So people who are narrow-minded to say that my productivity will come in certain kind of way, or this year I have to work for everything. No, 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 no. Get ready to drop that narrative. Are you getting what I'm saying? And get ready to submit yourself to the blessings of God, which makes rich and adds no sorrow. And that's why I'm here to let you know today that you are above. So when the Bible says that you are above the strivings of men, it says you are above the hard work. How do you now get above the strivings of men? He who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from speaking evil. How many of you have been fasting this period? You've enjoyed your fast so far. If you've been fasting, just wave your hands. If you've not been fasting, just yawn and pretend like you're doing forming activity, but just don't wave your hands. So one more time, if you've been fasting, wave your hands. Okay, amen, amen, amen. But I hope you know to fast is not necessarily to fast from food. Some of you need to, please listen to me, everybody. I'm about to say something. Some of you need to fast from social media. Because there are some of you who are on your phone 247. Huh? 247. You are not even looking at anything significant. Status, status, WhatsApp status, WhatsApp status, Instagram, Instagram story, Instagram story. Different people you don't know that don't know you. <laughs> but how does faith work? The Bible says, Faith cometh. Talk to me, somebody. By hearing. Faith, how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing. Now, you see that thing you call, I'm looking at my status, looking at Instagram, looking at my, it's called feeding. Yes, yes. It's called feeding. You are feeding. You are feeding your spirit, and you don't know you are feeding, but you are feeding. And guess what? When time comes to regurgitate what you have, you regurgitate what you have been feeding. 
So if your idols are the people out there in the world that you should be, now you are looking at them as icons instead of seeing them as the lost. The lost that need salvation. I hope that they hear you. Sometimes when I see the things that believers trip for, you understand my word, my trip for? When I see things that believers hype for, it makes me wonder, where is your mind in the first place? What are you thinking about in the first place? What is your priority in the first place? What is your value system in the first place? When I see the things that you yearn for, you trip for, have you forgotten that the Bible says that these things do the Gentiles seek, not you? For it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Then it says, these things, in Matthew, it says, these things do the Gentiles seek. Some of you need to learn. I mean, I lost my phone some two months ago, and I wasn't so quick to get in the back. Because I told myself, I can actually do without social media. I only need it for the sake of the gospel. Say, ah, no, you are a pastor now. That's why. Now, pastor, you be boring life. So what else? No, I'm intentional about what I feed myself with. I'm intentional about how I feed. I'm intentional about what I'm seeing, what I'm reading. Who, I'm intentional about who is talking to me. I'm intentional about who is talking to my spirit. Because that person who is talking to you, hi, oh, this country, this country now, what for this country? I'm just tired of this country. And then you follow, my dear brother. Now, you know that my dear brother is consent. It's, it's called a punch. The devil did not punch you with, with, with Memphis. He wore gloves and punched you. You didn't know. Sometimes some of you are going through social media and you are going through demonic charges. They are, they, are, they are charges. They are, they are demonic statements that are filled with resentment and the moment you read them, you buy into the resentment. They are called charges. They have electric charges in the spirit world that will pass the spirit of resentment and hate on people. And whether you like it or not, you fall into it if you are not careful. I was on the phone one day and someone was talking to me. Someone was talking to me. He said... I mean, I, I, I lost something. I lost something. And the person heard that I lost it. You know, just a little money. And I told him, I, I told him, I said, the money will come back. Money will come back. It's money. He said, now you are a man. You are learning how to brace yourself. And you know, now you know that life is difficult. And as a man, you now know how to chest yourself and deal with it. I, I quickly, you know, caught him on the phone. I said, we are above the strivings of men, sir. Life is not difficult for us. There are some things, there are some things you must train your see, because see, you, you don't you don't prepare for battle in battle. You start preparing for the battle before you get there. Because by the time you get there, you are helpless to deliver yourself. That's what Pastor Victor was saying to the couples. It's true, my dear. <laughs> when the temptations of life come. And when the issues of life come, you must have a resolve where you are standing already. Because you will begin to speak the fears of others if you are not grounded. You will begin to move the way they are moving. You begin to fret the way they are fretting. You begin to think the way they are thinking. That's why it says you must arm yourself. 
He said, having put on all of these things, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, the belt of truth. He says, having done all to stand. He says, stand. He didn't say fight. He says, stand. What is the meaning of stand? Wait for the fight. Because the fight will come. And when the fight comes, your standing is a resolve. Your standing is a position. You know where you are standing. So some of you respond in a certain way because of what you have been hearing. Africa is terrible. I need to travel. I need to leave this God-forsaking country. Hey, be going. We will build it. We will build it. You will come back. God bless you where you are. Amen. It's not not in bad. But I'm just trying to tell you that if you have a mindset of environment determining your purpose or your identity, even when you get there, you will have a slave mindset in a wealthy country. It's all about where you are. You know, if God sends me to the U.S. now, I don't pack my bag. So I'm not against traveling abroad. I hope you understand what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I'm not against traveling abroad. I'm saying go where God wants you to go. Don't just jump because everybody's jumping. You just, you just, you, you buy tickets because everybody's buying tickets. Canada is now the new heaven. Canada, the Canada balls. Everybody now wants to go to Canada. Everybody's making plans now. Second, secondary plans. Hey, but hold on. I thought your faith was leaning on Christ. Location is a big deal for me. If God doesn't send me somewhere, I don't go. That's me. If, if God doesn't send me somewhere, I do not go. I do not go. You must make sure that you are in the center of where he wants you to be. So make sure you protect your ears from conversations that are caught. He who will love life. That thing fell under the power. He who will love life, say with me, I will love life. I will see good days. What does that require of me? I will speak good into my days. The Bible says, fill the air. Do you remember? It said, fill the air with your song. Fill the air. Oh, Sunday was bloody. Fill the air with your song. Sing off key when everybody is singing. Things are terrible, things are off, things are somehow. You must learn how to say things are good for me. Even if you are drinking Gary, still say it. My journey is good. My life is good. I will see life, I will, I will see good days and love life. Everything about me, everything around me is good. Do you know what we are more than conquerors mean? It means that you pass, oh my God. It means that you pass the level of conquering. Say, he will love life and see good days. Let him refrain his tongue. So please, my friends, please, my friends, brothers, sisters, family, fast. Tell yourself there are some things I will not feed my eyes with. There are some things I will not feed my ears with. There are some things I will not open my mouth to say. There's a way you were talking last year. It affected your life. You don't know. But if you see spiritually the connection, it is there. 
What made you think when they came to meet Jesus and they told Jesus about Lazarus? And, and he said, don't worry about Lazarus. He's sleeping. The disciples were confused. He said, he's sleeping. Actually, Lazarus was dead. But Jesus said he's sleeping. Now question is, was Jesus, who did not break any law, who did not commit any sin? The Bible says he committed no sin. Would you consider him lying? Because that's a lie to say that he's sleeping when he's dead. So was it a lie when it came out of Jesus' mouth when he said Lazarus was sleeping when he was actually dead? It was not a lie. In fact, Jesus would be lying when he says Lazarus is dead. You must learn how to talk. Refrain your tongue from evil this year. Refrain your lips from speaking guile and deception. Refrain, 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 refrain. Somebody say, I will speak what is good. Let me tell you, the, the reason why a lot of you gossip a lot is because you don't pray for the person you are gossiping about. Some, some of our mouth, oh my God. You know, I told you that the believer can never be possessed. Huh? But a believer can be influenced by demonic spirits. God help me. Shall I show you something? James chapter 3 verse 13. Let me show you. James chapter 3 verse 13. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him shew out of a good. Talk to me somebody. Are you guys watching what I'm showing you? Who is what? A wise man and endued with knowledge among you. Let him what? Show out of a good conversation his works with meekness stay here he said out of a good conversation show your works it means that what precedes works is conversation it's the same thing I'm telling you it's the same thing I'm telling you out of a good conversation we produce works with meekness of wisdom then look at verse 14 but if, if, if ye have bitter envying. Now, now, now the, the Bible did not just say envying. It said your own envying is bitter. What's the meaning of the word envy? What's the meaning of the, the word? What's the meaning to, envy, to be envious? Jealousy. Jealousy. What's the root of jealousy? No, let's go down to the root. What's the root of jealousy? Talk to me, someone. Hate. Covetous. What's the root of covetous? What's the root of hate? Somebody say unseriousness. <laughs> or oh, is that what I heard? What's the root of jealousy, hate, envy? What's the root? Low self-esteem. It's very, very close. Somebody say evil spirit. <laughs> The truth is, if you don't know who you are and whose you are, you'll be envious. If you don't know who you are and whose you are, you want to have what somebody else has because you don't know who you are and whose you are. I don't want to say some sensitive things because it might be sensitive to some people. Don't try to be like somebody else. 
Be confident in who you are. Because the best you can be is number two. You can never be that person. The best you can be is second. Second place. Don't try to be like anybody. Don't try to have by all means what somebody has from a bad place. I'm not saying don't admire something someone has. Do you understand what I'm saying? And desire to have, you know, the Bible even says that we should inspire each other with good works. But I'm saying when it comes from the place of envying and bitterness and jealousy, don't do it. Don't do it. Just because you are short, you feel you are not good enough because somebody else is tall. Growing up, I had to tell myself, as short as I am, I'm the blessed of God. No, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm being honest with you. I had to tell myself, have you not seen many tall people doing like this to me, Pastor Phil? Even when they are greeting me. Even... <laughs> Even when they are greeting me, short man, they won't just bow. They will bow. Who is laughing there? Even when they are greeting me, they will not just, Pastor Victor, stand up. Let us say, come man of God. Let us say Pastor Victor is Pastor Phil now. And this is the tall man. I say when they are greeting me sometimes, it's like this. They won't just bow, but they will come low, be lower than my height. See, be confident in who you are. Somebody say, I know who I am. Sometimes it's not even good to envy somebody because you don't know where the person is coming from. You don't even know what the person is going through. You just see people and you just envy. If you are dark, as handsome as Pastor Yemi, dark skin, admire your skin. You are, the way God made you is beautiful. You must not have straight bone. <laughs> straight bone hair. I beg, leave me. <laughs> Praise God. You must not be driving a Mercedes. If yours is a Japanese product, enter it with dignity. With confidence. Knowing who you are and whose you are. You must not have a million dollars in your account. Speak with respect. Honor people. Love people. Be honest about who you are. Be, don't be pretentious. Be honest about who you are. It's very important. You know that you could never intimidate Jesus? How? A, the, the Bible says that there was a young rich ruler. A young rich ruler. That's the kind of man that if he's passing, everybody will be saying, please sir, take my card. Please sir, take my card. Please sir, there's a, there's a project I want to submit to you. There's something, proposal, thank you. It's like you are doing a proposal. Proposal. Say, <laughs> so there's a proposal, it will work in the name of Jesus. There's a proposal I want to submit to you. Please, sir, if, in your spare time, just look at my proposal. The Bible says he was a rich, young, fresh, rich, young ruler. Soft, Abi. He had strength, he had time on his side, he had everything on his side, he had money on his side, he had everything. 
That's the kind of person that if he's walking by, everybody's rallying around him just to get one minute of his attention. When he met Jesus, what happened? You know what Jesus told him? He says, one thing you lack. He said, one thing thou lackest. is called the, the blessing mentality. That you don't think because of where you are. You are behind. Just because someone has what you don't have. No, no, no. It's the blessing mentality. You can be walking on the street. Somebody, someone packed with a Rolls Royce. It doesn't make you timid. The way some people just behave. Just because they have money. Are they God? And then when you are now dealing with normal people, you deal with normal people as if they are not human beings. But because you are seeing a rich man, yes sir, thank you sir, yes sir, yes, we are even, look at you. That's a disgrace. Money, because of money. You know, that's why as a pastor, you must, you must not be carried away by money. If someone gives me money to the extent where I cannot rebuke him again, or I cannot rebuke her again, there's a problem. So nobody's money can quiet my mouth. I collect your seed in the name of Jesus and I bless you. I don't feel intimidated by how much you sowed. Because that sowing of the seed is something that blesses you too in return. So it's not just me. It's not just for me. Because I do it. I take seed and I also sow. So you must be confident in who you are. You must know who you are. Honor people. Don't put a status on people. Say he has this. He doesn't have this. This one, you treat him this way. You treat that one that way. No. Love people. Honor people. He said, but if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. Look at verse 15. He said, this wisdom does not descend from above. Say it is earthly, sensual. Now, I, I told you that a believer can never be possessed, but a believer can be influenced. So when people are finding themselves striving against someone, I don't just like that sister. I mean, if you know me, I'm a very nice person, but my spirit and her spirit does not just connect. Let me tell you, that thing you are doing, eh, that wisdom is demonic. You think it's your character. It's not your character. It's, it's, it's the character of a demon that is called strife that you have won the gloves and you are acting out the pattern of that demon. He said, my spirit, I don't just know. You, your spirit and his spirit does not gel. Do you know where you are? You are seated far above. So what does the person have that your spirit cannot gel? God is not, inti- God was not, he will never be intimidated at the devil in any way. He was relating with devil. Oh boy, devil, how now? How is life with you? He say, father, just going up and down, to and fro. Yet, he had a conversation. He's not intimidated by the devil. So my spirit and her spirit does not just connect. It's the reason why you must connect. Because you have to break that thing. You must connect. I don't know if you understand what I'm You must connect. You must connect. 
There was a lady in, in school. Everybody did not like this lady. And I was not even yet the pastor of the fellowship then. I told myself that I'm going to make people see that there is a good side to this lady. I started, re- I, I blinded myself from everything that she was on the outside. And I looked for the Christ in her inside. Wherever you are, I'll, f- I'll fish you out. <laughs> Before you know it, this lady began to transform. And I realized that if she's relating with other people, she's different. I said I was not the pastor. So don't think it's Pastor Phil. When she's relating with other people, she's different. When she's relating with me, she just changes. Do you know that love is stronger than hate? Yes. Because the intention of hate is to reduce love to the level of hate. I keep telling you, he who will love life and see good deeds, keep your mouth from speaking evil, even when it has to do with anybody. Don't speak evil. This one is more powerful. It's called the weightier matters. It's more powerful than your 40 days. Didn't you fast 40 days last year? Didn't Corona? (laughs) I'm not spiting the place of prayer and fasting. We pray and fast and we minister unto the Lord. Prayer and fasting has its place. I don't, I don't, I, I pray, I fast. Okay? But the weightier matters, many of us, we ignore. He said, refrain your tongue. He said, this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly. That is, it is a wisdom of interpreting why you act the way you act. I know why I'm doing this towards him. And then you are using sense to relate with someone in a way that is not godly, peaceful, and loving. It's demonic wisdom. You don't know that you are exposing yourself to demonic influences. Before you know it, when you see the person, you just start acting somehow. Because you have already opened up your space. See the next verse, verse 16. For, let's read it together, everybody. For where envy and self-seeking exist. No, see, please, use the King James Version. Use the King James Version. Let me show you this part of the scripture. Let's read it again. One, one, one to go. For where envy and strife is, there's confusion and every... Let me tell you, the Bible is not a lie. If there is a place where there is envy and strife, there is, the Bible says there is, first of all, confusion and all manner. Another version says all manner of evil work. That is why you cannot be the conduit of strife. You cannot be the conduit of envy, of bitterness, of, ba- of bad blood, of beef. That beef, chew it, swallow it, and go to the toilet. You'll be fine. <laughs> you, can, you can't be. You cannot be from your words, from your mouth. If you, want to see good, if you want to love life this year and see good days, you must tell yourself these things. I will speak good this year. I will speak good of people. I will speak good into the air. I will sing songs of positivity. I will speak positive about my nation. I will speak positive. All these social media status, status, status. You are not even listening to messages. Go and listen to my message. If you don't have work to do. 
I'm not attacking social media. There's a place for social media. There's a place where you want to have fun. You just want to, but it, you can't, if, if it gets to the point where you can't do without it, there's a problem. Your phone, your phone, your phone, your phone. I've done without phone for three, almost three months now. My body is not biting me now. Do I look like I'm being scratched? <laughs> Sometimes you must learn how to fast from your social media, from phones. Stay with the Bible. That's real fasting. In fact, in this generation now, fasting is not just staying without food. It's staying without phone. It's still F. I know you caught it after. Some people caught it like five seconds later. Some got it like, some will get it when they get home. <laughs> it's still F. You are fasting. Fast is F. Food is F. Phone. F. It's F. That's our spelling of phone. F. Even Pastor Phil is F. <laughs> Don't spell my name like that too. <laughs> Praise God. Are you happy this evening? Lift your hands up and say, I will love life and I will see good days. I will love life. I will see good days. Say it again. Say, I will love life. I will see good days. Do you believe what you have said? Where you are seated, rejoice where you are. Rejoice. 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 Hallelujah. You see what Pastor Paul was telling you this evening? That when the devil kept telling him, the devil kept telling him you would not live up to five months. He kept on talking to himself. He kept on speaking to himself. There are times where you have to be your preacher. You have to learn how to talk to your soul. Because as you speak, you hear. I found out that in counseling, Pastor Victor, if I'm counseling someone, what the person actually picks out of the counseling is what the person tells himself when I'm talking to the person. That's what the person actually picks from counseling. Anything you have said to yourself you will do is what you will do, not what the person is telling you. So you see, talking to yourself is so powerful. Oh my goodness. You must learn how to direct your life with your mouth. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13, last scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13. I hope I'm right. 2 Corinthians, it says, let's read it together, everybody. Want to go? We have the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore we speak. Look, your belief, your speaking is not to make you believe. You speak because you believe. And you already believe because you are in Christ. How many believers do I have here? You are a believer. So learn how to talk. Learn how to speak. You tell yourself, this year will be better for me. Do you know as a pastor, I kept saying it last year, that the pandemic will not affect the standpoint church. I was saying it to myself, I didn't need to tell you. That's my own indication light for me. I didn't need to say to you to prophesy, this year I won't be afraid as a pastor. No, I was telling myself. I had to talk to myself about the same things you were going through. And guess what? Church doubled or almost increased three times in a pandemic. Pandemic that's closed some churches. 
What you believe will come to you. What you say will come to you. You tell yourself, I won't struggle this year. You will see it. You will experience it. If you tell yourself, there is no crying, there is no whining this year. Guess what? The devil might throw, he might throw symbols and signs and all those kind of gymnastics at you. But keep talking it. You keep speaking it. I told you before that the word has a nature to grow. I will be all that you say. Lord, I will be. And I will be all that you say. Lord, I will be. Oh, and I will be all that you say. Lord, I will be. Everything the word has said about me is what I would be. You say, Lord. I read a scripture to you in Isaiah chapter 53 on Sunday. It says, it says who has believed our reports? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? It's revealed to me. I believe it, Pastor Ike. I believe the report of God. Some of you, your senses is stronger than your faith. And when push comes to shove, that's where we know who you are. Last year was a year of revelation for me as pastor. But it's, there's an opportunity to grow. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's an opportunity to grow. You must learn to stand. He says, having done all to stand. You stand, therefore, waiting for the, wait, you are waiting for the trial. Bring all you've got, Satan. When you come with all you've got, I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I'm not wavering. My confession is not shaking. It's not changing. As long as you are alive, you will go through shakings. But guess what? For those of you who are in Christ, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Sing, I will be all that you say. Lord, I will be. Oh, and I will be all that you say. Lord, I will be. I remember we used to do this song back then. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. And for more information about the Standpoint Church, visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.